How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs in all our favorite fish universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. And today we're talking about um, Injustice, so it's no, no. Young Justice. <laughs> today we're talking about Young Justice. Um, the uh, animated. Yeah, the, the yeah. animated DC. Oh, look at that. We're talking about DC after like hey, 24 yeah, episodes. Like, yeah, after like a uh, few months of just marvel we're switching back we're going back to the distinguished competition <laughs> <laughs> look uh dc hasn't been uh making a lot of stuff i've been too excited about although that might change coming in March. Yeah, I, I see stuff coming out or that potentially isn't terrible uh but yeah that i was talking about batman specifically yeah um but uh yeah young justice has been coming out uh and i love that show uh and we didn't have a topic so uh <laughs> so this is what we went with <laughs> we, uh, we picked that one currently on a mid-season sort of hiatus. i think so i've never i haven't seen anybody say that but like but the last episode that was up felt like a bit of a season finale type deal, and they haven't posted an episode in a couple yeah. of weeks. So, so I either assume, that's the end, or I don't think that's I doubt the end. They're the just end. setting up all this fucking League of Superheroes. But, uh, yeah, the Legion uh, of Superheroes. Yeah, Legion of Superheroes. But uh, yeah, um, we could talk about Young Justice. I'll allow you to do that for a bit. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So this season is probably not my least favorite. I think the one before this might have been my least favorite. Yeah, dude. so I uh, I really love this show. I, yeah, uh, I know. I even, I, I, yeah, we should preface that. Yeah. I love this show. It's a great show. 
Um, I like a lot of spoilers, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Spoilers for Young Justice. Um, I like a lot of the stuff they're doing this season. I like all the small details and uh, like the ideas they're playing with. I like uh, that this is a lot more looking at the mystical side of Young Justice. At least for like the the second second quarter half of the first half of the season yeah that's why i said quarter yeah yeah no that makes sense um but uh yeah i'm into all all of that stuff like conceptually um execution wise they built up this whole big thing dealing with the lords of order and chaos which i'm really i was really excited to see explored because not too many things Really yeah, do that whole aspect of the DC universe that doesn't necessarily get a lot of emphasis. Um, yeah, so uh, they were building up this villain who's a lord of chaos, who's she's like a, a Palpatine and a Ray Skywalker, who's like, I have all the Jedi and I have all the Sith, but she's like, I have all the lords of chaos and. The other one was Clarion the Witch Boy, more like Clarion the Bitch Boy. I think you've made that joke before. <laughs> I know you've made that joke. Just in oh, I make that lives. joke all the time. Anytime but, uh, yeah, he's brought up, I make that joke. But, but I if think, I yeah, that, that joke has come up before on this show. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, her whole deal is like she's like, oh, you're not a good Lord of Chaos, and like, fair enough. He's kind of not. Yeah, look, he's pretty ineffectual um so yeah he, he, the whole thing is he's basically being replaced she's going around doing all the construction <laughs> and stuff and um i don't know i found it hard to really be invested with all of this yeah. random just chaos happening yeah um i i wasn't against that uh per se because that's kind of like the whole deal of it and everything but there was a lot of build-up for a whole lot of nothing it felt like yeah it felt anticlimactic and at least personally the show has always kind of been an ensemble but what tends to happen in the show is it picks one character to be sort of the main character for that season um and when they have that they can it feels a little bit more like they have a, an actual story they're telling and it's not trying to juggle as many plates as once. Mm-hmm. This season was very much, it felt like they were trying to introduce a whole bunch of new characters like with the Sentinels of Magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And instead of like, instead of each character bringing something new, it kind of felt like each character was maybe half of a character and needed yeah, more it- to fill them out. It, it didn't really i did like the new characters they introduced no yeah like, i don't dislike as, yeah them. uh as characters and as uh the who they are like in comics and everything like um oh what's his name um new dr fate guy oh yeah uh khalid uh yeah khalid um yeah, uh, him being uh, brought in like right away, I was real excited for because I'm a little sucker boy for Doctor Fate. Yeah, and he, he's got cool comics, and so there's mm-hmm. a lot to draw from there. Um, and I'm pretty sure they're not gonna keep it, but I really like his Doctor Fate design. That it's yeah, with blue the hoodie, hoodie yeah. with uh, the helm of fate and the amulet of Naboo on the front. Um, 
Uh, but I that's not how it works in this show, so I doubt they'll it keep might, the design. Not, nece- it will, ne- not necessarily. There's definitely something they could finagle. Yeah, or, they could just say it does or whatever. Or, yeah, or like he has a different bond with Naboo, and so mm-hmm. he gets to have a little more control or whatever. Or yeah. now that it's got a big-ass crack in it, maybe he's weaker. Oh, yeah, and that looks sick as shit, too. Like, um, and we, I didn't understand why it happened. Like, he that got thing, hit by a big diamond. Guy. Yeah, that thing's supposed to be able to take hits by way tougher guys. It's supposed to be legitimately indestructible. Yeah, like, yeah. Unless you melt it down and turn it into knives. Yeah, unless you're in the 90s, <laughs> melted down into little knives that you throw. Fuck that comic sucks. <laughs> Fuck that comic rules. I love that shit. I do remember because you watched at least that episode before I did. And I remember when you told me that it got a crack in it. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to melt it down and turn it into I, I was like, oh, God, I hope so. Please, dear God, let them do that. <laughs> uh, but no, it got that cool crack, um, which, like, I, I don't think it should have got that crack, but looks cool to the point where I'm like, do I want to try to break my helmet of fate prop i had if if either this is uh like the first episode you're listening to or uh it just had to come up before andrew has like a prop uh, yeah i have a yeah full-on dr fate helmet and uh whatnot and um i put a lot of work into it it even broke a couple of times and i went and like really put the work into fixing it and now I'm thinking. <laughs> now you're like, maybe I want, I want to purposely put a big ass. Crack yeah, in do it. I want to put a big ass crack in it? But uh, maybe I'll make another re and do that. Yeah, make another re and whichever one you don't like as much, put a big ass crack. Yeah, in it. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm like I said, I'm excited. I I think it's cool, and I like a lot of the concepts and stuff they're bringing in um, to. Uh, the show and whatnot but a lot of the stuff is happening and i think i know the show has always been week to week because it started on cartoon network yeah it started as like an actual like yeah but while watching this show i'm like man i really wish i could tank a couple episodes of these at a time because it feels like not much is happening per episode look sometimes i would just do that i would wait like mm-hmm. the couple weeks oh yeah i know for out. you for most of this show's run uh your hbo max was broken yeah so, i don't know <laughs> if we've ever discussed that on this uh show. i i doubt we have but uh yeah so <laughs> on adam's playstation his entertainment source that he uses yeah for, i like, don't have cable or anything yeah i only use my my playstation and the apps that are on that to watch the yeah. services and uh, for some reason, his uh, HBO Max was just destroyed. Just decided to not work. <laughs> it wouldn't work. Um, I when I went over to his house, I tried to fix it, and I thought I did because I went and clicked something yeah. random. I'm like, oh look, yeah, see it works. Curb your enthusiasm, boy. Yeah, because it, it was and the big Adam banner was... ad. It was like play episode one of Curb Your Enthusiasm because I never have. And Adam's and then... like, oh fuck yeah, sweet. And he goes and tries to put something else, put anything on. else, on. Nothing... nothing works. So for a little while there, the only thing I could watch on HBO Max was Curb Your Enthusiasm. And if I wanted to watch more than one episode of that, I had to let it play all the way through till it skipped to the next one because I couldn't back out and click anything other than a season one episode one. 
the pants tent. Yeah, for some reason, I don't understand why or what was forcing it, but that's literally the only option he had in anything on HBO Max. <laughs> to this day, my HBO Max is a little bit broken. It has um season one, episode one of Barry on my list which is not you can't put episodes on your list you put shows on your list <laughs> yeah so for a good while during the run of this show um adam just couldn't watch it so for heaps of it i would be watching it and a lot of times when we watched stuff or whatever if we know the other person's watched it or like cares about it We'll just text each other riffs about the episode. <laughs> and so I just did that for a couple of weeks with Adam being like, yeah, can't watch it. Yeah, I was like, look, uh-huh. I'd love to watch it, but I'm not. I can't. Uh, um, until eventually it got fixed. And um, I, I look, I might never watch Curb Your Enthusiasm just on principle. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did finally catch up. Um, and it, it, look, it's a good show. I mean. Yeah, I, look. It still definitely has um, a lot of the same care it's been yes. put into. A lot like, of the, the same animation is the great. The universe mm-hmm. is there. You can really feel it in its production, in the character design. Um, there's just like, um, and it's something that's been missing since like season two. It's almost like a, um, like an edge. I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not talking like, like dark hawk edge or melting the helmet it's turning into the dark hawk episode because Um, maybe it should there's something i don't know it feels like it's less dangerous even though not necessarily you just see less people getting actually hurt and beat up and and whatnot yeah um yeah no that's fair and i there's something about it too that it's um I don't know. The best way I could describe it as it's missing a lot of the heart the first yeah, few seasons. It's a little hollow. Yeah, that, that's that's a good way to describe it as hollow. Um, it, I, I think this season was getting back a lot of because um, you could really feel it last season. And yeah. this season, I do feel like it's getting it back, but at I feel a like snail's it's pace. To. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, um, I like a lot of the Legion of Superhero stuff. I think that's really interesting. Uh, I like the Sentinels of Magic. That's they're a mm-hmm. cool team. But like because it feels like a lot of setup for those teams and not a lot of payoff, at least as of yet, it it feels like almost like the Disney Plus shows where it's mm-hmm. hey, this is just setting up for the next thing you want to watch. Yeah, no. And this show, this, this show has always been um uh about like oh we're introducing like new heroes and everything even in the first uh series of season like here's new heroes to the team and everything uh so you got to meet a lot of new characters but the for for the most part it focused on the main team and yeah. added around that pulled things in were um, it was always the the center of somebody on the original roster yeah but um these newer ones um they yeah they're doing a similar thing uh but it's only like oh here's one member of the original team and all new people around them maybe uh two or whatever um which like is cool um i like to see a lot of the stuff honestly i forgot um that it was even part of the season just remembered it right now but really enjoyed 
was seeing um, stuff for All the Martian uh, civilization stuff. No, no, in between that and the new stuff, the uh, with Orphan and um, oh yeah, and, and uh, like That's all the tigers with stuff. Artemis, yeah, yeah, and her sister. I had mm-hmm. forgotten about. Yeah, that. no, I just didn't tell now, but I remember watching that. I'm like, oh, it's cool to see um, Cassandra Kane and uh, Stephanie Brown and. What, it is uh, cool. It, I've always yeah. liked uh, Stephanie Brown yeah. quite a bit. I they're they're like those two characters are some of my two favorites, and the people I think that deserve or yeah, they, they, I, I I really I would like to see them in more stuff. Yeah, really. uh, when I when I like a Batgirl that's not Barbara Gordon, I like when it's one of them. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not exactly a. Well, yeah, but like Huntress has had it, and um. Oh, uh, what's her? What's the her name? Um, I don't know. Whatever. There's been a couple of other Batgirls or whatnot that I just haven't cared about, but those are two uh, Batgirls that are near and dear to my Bat family heart. Yeah. No. Look, that's fair. Um. Yeah. I'd, 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 yeah. I'd, no. like, like Josh Keaton was Black Spider again. Oh. Yeah. No. Watching Watching Josh Keaton as Black Spider has made me go. Huh. It's a real shame we haven't had a good Spider-Man cartoon in like ages. Huh? Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> freshman year will be good. I'm not. Yeah, maybe. All that optimistic about it, but it could look, be. Um. Uh, like we talked about. Um. Uh, no Way Home went and fixed a lot of the problems well, I had with uh, MCU least, Spider-Man. Yeah. For me, it at least um, put him in a position that potentially yeah, it, yeah. he could tell good stories. Well, I mean, like, uh, that too, but I mean, a lot of the whole, it was missing these core pillars of mm-hmm. who Spider-Man is and everything, and it kind of put that into place. And before that movie, when they announced this show, I'm like, oh, maybe they could kind of retroactively kind of retcon yeah. that kind of stuff in. But um, now if they do, it's going to feel redundant. And now yeah. I'm like, what's the Wait, point yeah, of this What show? is that show going to be? Maybe it's a, like another kids show. I, I don't think um, like kids, kids, because they got that show right now, Spidey and his yeah. friends. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, whenever that. we bring that up, there's, uh, there's the tweet that I saw where it was a guy being like, this show doesn't understand the character of Peter Parker by including Miles Morales and Gwen Stacy. It's like, dude, it's a a show. It's a show for legitimate toddlers. Legitimate babies watch this show, man. Like, my my niece is like two and a half and she likes that show only because the Hulk is on that show and she loves the Hulk. But yeah, um, I, I think it's it's probably not going to be adult based. But I think it's supposed to be like sort of the old, yeah. like spectacular and ultimate yeah, was, yeah, where yeah. it's a kids show, but it's or, not for um, kids. What's, what's kids. the new Marvel Spider Man or whatever? Oh yeah, that show sucks. That show sucks. It's so boring to watch. It's, it's got bad art too. It, yeah, it's it's or, somehow maybe just one of the worst things I've ever seen. Speaking yeah, it's... <laughs> no, uh, I had no. no segue for that. I, I like most of Young Justice, so there yeah. is no segue for that. But yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what um, freshman year is supposed to be because I thought it would because they said it was origin. Is like origin. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, this is where they're gonna do the Uncle Ben stuff, but and whatnot. No way. But if they just kinda... gave that to Aunt May, that's gonna feel like. 
like she says that as her she says that to Peter or whatever, and he's like, Oh yeah, like Uncle Ben said. Right, which I wouldn't have been against necessarily. Yeah, no, but Although, uh, um I did see it again today. Uh he does give a little I know after she says that. She's like, mm-hmm. with great power, there must also come great responsibility. And then there's a beat, and he goes, I know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not in I, that tone. I, yeah. I, yeah, I know. But what do you think <laughs> I've been doing this whole time? Um, so um, yeah, maybe they'll cover that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, in, but seeing Josh Keaton as Black Spider did make me go, man, I wish Josh Keaton was a Spider-Man again. I, I've heard some rumors that... Um, there's a couple of the people who worked on that. Uh, there's some, they, nothing substantial or even even like great assault taking. <laughs> but there's people, there's been a couple of people that have been like, here's a wee bit of evidence saying the show could come back for season three on Disney+. I mean, look, I doubt it. But... I doubt it. And only if they get... Um, what's his name yost uh oh yeah yost? yeah yost yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how you say i don't know the like name. uh yost and his creative team back for it i'm not even sure if i want it but honestly but look uh if if they do if they do bring back just the um hope for that show um uh, like the if they bring back everything for that show and bring it back to its full glory I'll be incredibly happy. I think that's the perfect show um, to do um, the uh, to give uh, Hobgoblin sort of uh, a redemption as a character as he hasn't gotten since maybe the amazing the Spider-Man animated series. I don't think Hobgoblin needs to be around. I really enjoy Hobgoblin. I really enjoy the mystery also, that they had uh, going. Welcome to the Spider-Man section of our young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the mystery they had going of who Hobgoblin is and everything. Uh, I think it's rad. I like a lot of his character concept. I like that it's uh, when he was like beginning, he had all the goblin tech, but none of the powers. So he's like, how is he doing it? Getting his ass kicked. I like the idea of it's not an insane person as a green goblin, but someone who's like cold and calculating and a really like is Ned and is, uh, oh, look. portals. And... <laughs> no, that's not what I'm asking for. I'm asking for it in spectacular Spider-Man because that show would do an awesome job with it. I don't know. I mean, no, look, that show, if any show is going to do good hobgoblin, is that show. But um Goblin has been good, Hobgoblin. He's very, he's had very little bad Hobgoblin. His problem is he hasn't had things he's been in. <laughs> he was freaking Mark Hamill in the animated series, and it ruled. Um, that reminds me. Uh, what is it? Greg Wiseman worked on both Spectacular Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Young Justice. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that's our cool segue back to um, Hell yeah. Young Justice. We're good at segues. Um, but yeah, Young Justice, uh, uh, fuck is the first two seasons. The good. first two seasons are really, it, really it, good. And the fucking, so the first season. That's not probably, to say the third, the third or even this. They're not bad. bad. They not just saying, never reached the level that the first two were yeah. Uh, but, um, Especially the first season. The first season's like one of my favorite pieces of DC media, just period. Yeah. Um, the I, second season is also one of my favorite pieces. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the first season, uh, because 
it's so focused on um, sidekicks and the idea of yeah. sidekicks and what that means and like making your own path where the second season deals more with uh, having their own Justice League sort of thing. Like the um, first season is a bunch of sidekicks who come together and build a team. The second right. season is very much all right, now they're running a team and sort of having their own Justice League type deal and everything. And um, it, it, it's they're both really good. I just sort of like the idea of being played in the first season more. Yeah, um, I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and especially with such the tight cast where it's only a few of them and they have so well, many yeah, good... Each like, of them were allowed to have focus and mm-hmm. to have um real arcs and to have uh character dynamics that yeah no more than a few episodes one of my, just one of my favorite like character arcs um is the um in the first season when uh at the beginning of the season robin his like whole goal is i'm going to become batman right. my that's that's who I am. That's what I'm doing here. I'm going to be the next Batman. And then there's that episode where um, they have that sort of mental simulation yeah. type thing. Failsafe, maybe? Failsafe, I think it's called. Um, and then, like, everybody dies in it and everything. Yeah, it's, it's just it's a like shit super show. super traumatic. It's basically an apocalypse. And they don't know that, like, that it's, a uh, that it's even that a simulation. Or anything, yeah. And then the next episode... The whole episode is a therapy session. Yeah, with that's the so team. good. Too. And it's so good. And I love Robin's bit where he's like, if, like, I don't know if that's who I want to be anymore. Like, right. you could tell he, his thought is, I think I have too much of a heart to be the Batman. Right. And it's so fucking good. And I love it. And it's like my fucking favorite. Uh, and then I love Superboy in the first. Season. Oh yeah, Superboy coming from uh, in the first Independence Day, the first uh, two, two episode two parter, yeah. or when I saw it all at once on mm-hmm. Cartoon Network or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, like a small movie. Yeah, it's a forty it's so minute. Genuinely, it's, really it's, good. So yeah, I love at the beginning of that when it's just the trio, the trio of yeah, Aqualad, Aqualad Robin, Kid and Flash. Kid Flash. Um, I won't, won't fucking talk about Kid Flash uh, poor in a Wally. <laughs> I, maybe, uh, okay, but whatever. But yeah, them, like, because they are the sidekicks and everything. Them and um, Speedy. Speedy. Uh, and like, um, them, it's the first, like, full act of rebellion of, no, we're not just people yeah we're not just gonna take your orders and everything when we could be out there doing good it's the first step of going from sidekicks to just heroes heroes. yeah Yeah. and it's so good and like how quickly they are really good oh yeah the action's so good and when they meet superboy and everything and they have the whole confrontation and everything and how willing they are to just like accept him right. as one of their own because they could see uh not only that like yeah he's like uh, this guy with no memories everything they could see the place he's going to be immediately put into as superboy superman right. like superman light and that's what they are for all right. their own so heroes it's inbuilt immediate sort of sympathy between them mm-hmm. and 
I think this is one of the things that's really getting me now that we're talking through it. Um, the first season in particular, but even the second season, there's a sort of visceralness to the fighting that oh, I think is yeah. lost. Like in season one, in the fight, in the very first uh, episodes, Superboy fights the team and he is just absolutely demolishing. Oh, them. yeah. Because like they're they're like um they're like it's a whole thing about they're like oh we're ready to get out there we're ready to do the fight not even like none of them yeah, yeah none of them have ever actually fought without their mentor or anything like they've always had a right. full grown superhero watching over their shoulder and like you can see they're not ready to be a team robin's like okay like everybody He's more knows. of a lone wolf yeah. He's like every yeah. He's like with separate things. Yeah, and with Batman, they're so like they do so much training together, and they're so like in in sync almost. Yeah, I want to say drift drift compatible. Like they don't even need to talk or anything about what they they just do what they both know they need to do or whatever. But doesn't work with this weird team. You don't know. Yeah, and it's just um, I love Aqualad. Like Aqualad is. I mean, uh, Calderon is a new character created for the show who does eventually join the comics. Mm-hmm. But prior to this, he's a new, completely new character. And he's like, I've never liked Aquaman very much, but I really like Calderon. He's oh, rad as fuck. Sorry about my coughing, everybody. It's, uh, it's a thing I've been dealing with. No, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, if... If you were to ask me beforehand um, to pick, uh, to make a team of sidekicks or whatever and be like, oh, and who should lead this team? I'd be like, oh yeah, Robin or, yeah, or even like maybe Speedy or something, even though Speedy is, he's a bit of a lame-o. <laughs> but, yeah, look, he's, he's kind of But lame-o. I would have never picked fucking Aqualad, um, especially, uh, What's his name? Garth? Oh, um, yeah, Garth. Garth yeah. sucks. No, Garth is all right. He's pretty sweet. He's just... He, he's, he's got... He he's got nothing be, going on. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to be cool when the person you're based off of is Aquaman. That's why it's so... Like, yeah, and that's why it's so fucking like astonishing that that's what they did. They made a, a cool character. I think what it's from is that Aquaman's never like he's named after him, but you know, yeah, Aquaman's not connected. in You don't see fucking Aquaman around. Um, but yeah, like in that fight, like it's visceral. They get knocked around hard, oh, or they yeah. get visibly beaten up. And even in the season in season two, when say uh, the Reacher fighting them and stuff like that. You can see it. It's a visceral combat. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you get to season three, with the exception of Violet or whatever, who just because she can dies all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. With the exception of that, every single fight feels like blast, blast, maybe a punch here and there. The person like falls over and then gets up and does it themselves. Mm-hmm. It goes from feeling like an actual fight to a lot more almost video game combat of like yeah no i I, I, yeah i'm staying here thinking of memorable fights throughout the show and like the first season you got like the first independence day episode you got even um, mr twister is a good man yeah mr twister one which that's crazy um the amazo fight rule that fight is one of my favorite things in like Mm -hmm. all of dc animated anything um 
there's I mean, even it's I'm still, even it's still like, the first season it's still like the injustice league oh yeah them, and they have to fight black adam mm-hmm. like that all of those fights are really cool really visceral and then action. yeah in the second season there's like the black beetle fight um, there's the there's, blue beetle when he gets back on oh yeah fight. um there's it's, it's just i can't think of any of those for season three or season four like i feel like uh, this last fight should have been that. It had the it opportunity to be that, but it yeah. wasn't really. Because it had, I think one of the biggest things going against it is that it had all magic people who are just sort of like put their hands out and then something happens. Yeah. Except for uh, who I think is a real missed opportunity that they didn't do that kind of thing with, which maybe they will because there was the after credit scene with her. Right. But the Miss Marvel who has a power that I always thought was a cool power to the point where one of our DC yeah, games, yeah, that's one of how our I built DC games my, before this show yeah. ever was like before this season was ever like a thing. Uh, uh, I, I made a Shazam character who cycled through the Shazam powers like that. Like he'd only have either strength of Hercules or speed or of Mercury of Achilles, or courage of Achilles. Boy. Yeah. Because it's hard to come up with a reason to pick courage of Achilles. I think I just made that the default, the default state. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And they could have done a lot of cool stuff with that, which they did th- some cool stuff. I think stuff, it was but a nothing... missed opportunity to not make her at least kind of the main character. Yeah, and I think most, I don't know. She had the the powers that would fit the best for something. And then she wise. has she has a really interesting arc going on too, where um, it, it's too bad we didn't see it. It's just something they say happened, right? Where she got power obsessed as being Miss Marvel, right? Um, She's sort of obsessed with the attaining of power, having power, mm-hmm. and that's a really interesting character flaw. And I think is supposed to lead into, I think it happened during Countdown, um, where she gains the powers of Black Adam, and those mm-hmm. kind of turn her evil. And this had the opportunity to do something far more interesting, which is not, oh, she got evil She's powers evil, and became yeah. evil. It's, she has, you know, a genuine character flaw. Yeah, she's got a character flaw. Yeah, like and it leads, evil. like, when um, at the end of this, she feels which I think was one of the most interesting parts of the season is when they decide um, to do cycle through timeshare. Yeah. Dr. Fate, uh, Dr. Fate, which I think is a cool idea. I hope they like, I hope it's interesting to see happen. Um, but that, I feel like it has to be temporary, right? Cause Khalid is Dr. Fate. Yeah. But this show, while it like touches on, DC lore and uses it, it it's not afraid to do its own thing sure but um, it, it tends to be pretty close mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah um uh she she's not chosen to be even like even a part uh, of the time even sure, a part yeah. of it yeah um and like that shows she feels betrayed about it and everything so I feel like they could do that story more interesting um but like it's gonna be far less effective if like the stuff like the action and everything aren't right fun and great to watch and whatnot. Um, even like characters I do really like from the comics, like Tracy Thirteen, um, mm-hmm. her powers are somehow more nebulous than they are in the comics. And in the comics, her powers are she loves the earth and the places she's at gives her various abilities. 
Like that's. I... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. That's a super vague power, mm -hmm. but in this, it's that kind of, but also mostly bad luck power. Yeah, it's, I, I'm not sure what she's got going on. And Khalid just seems like he's got Zatanna magic where he he's says got stuff Zatanna backwards. Magic, and it seems to be mostly healing slash growth. Yeah, which, which healing is pretty interesting. I guess that makes yeah, sense. He's a doctor. I, I like well, that. a med student. He's not a yeah. doctor. Yeah, well, he's gotta be a doctor. Hopefully. Only, only because, like, everybody else is like, oh, look, that's fate. And then when he's got the helmet, it's like, oh, that's doctor fate. But fate didn't get a doctorate. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ken Nelson had a doctorate in archaeology. Yeah, no, Ken Nelson had a doctorate. Um, who else had the fate helmet in this? Giovanni? Just, I yeah, don't think Zotaro. he has a He's got a, do a doctorate in uh, magic. stage magic. Stage magic. <laughs> oh. um, but yeah. Um, oh, that reminds me. There was a really weird bit. I, I don't know. It felt really ham-fisted, at least to me, 
when uh, Giovanni and Fate uh, are talking and uh, Christianity comes up. Oh, yeah, where he's like, oh, Christianity is such a important. I really love, I really love the symbolism they have of uh, one side, it's the big onk, and the other side, it's the big big cross. cross. It's so (laughs) funny. It's pretty good. Like, on on the surface, it's not a bad idea. It's it's a good thing to be like, yes, you can be Dr. Because the whole point comes up when Khalid is being uh, sort of, not tempted, but confronted with, oh, how do you be a good Muslim and be like a mystical sorcerer? Mm-hmm. Um, and Giovanni steps in to be like, look, I can have my faith and also be Dr. Fate, which is on its own, not a bad sentiment. It's, it's a nice yeah. sentiment. It'd definitely be one I can't share. Once I see all that <laughs> shit in the mystical world and everything and like full on uh like lords of chaos and order well, see, that's and all where you're that wrong shit. though because christianity is correct in the dc universe well, Spectre you, will show up to kick your ass i would it's the same thing in the marvel universe where uh uh like um who are the two real catholic characters it's daredevil, daredevil. and um Oh, who's the other one who's real Catholic? I don't know. I know Ben Grimm is real Jewish. That's yeah, no, it's not him ben and Kitty Pryde. Whatever. But like Daredevil, I bet. Yeah, Daredevil, like um, yeah, God's yeah, cool but Thor's and all, right but, over there. But I've seen Thor and the Galactus and stuff, and so I'm not really sure that's like oh that's all on the yacht and up. Um, but yeah, in the DC universe, it is more explicit. Like you can go and meet God in the form yeah, of like, an it's Irish like, terrier. Uh, uh, um, the Phantom Stranger who shows up in this. He rules. I love uh, the Phantom rules. Stranger. Uh, yeah, every time he was on screen, I was like, fuck yeah, this dude. And I love that he had his little signature, let's move a place with oh, his yeah. coat around. With his cape or coat, like his trench coat around. Oh, that's a real missed opportunity to not have a, the full meeting of the trench coat brigade. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been pretty good. Could have had uh, what Tim Hunter from the Book of Magic show up. He's a mystical guy. Mm-hmm. He could have been learning from Zatanna. That would have been neat. This um, opportunity um, to not have a, a cameo of Constantine, even. Yeah, but I know Jason uh, Blood. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool to see Jason Blood. And then uh, when uh, the when Etrigan was fighting, I felt like that had some pretty good weight. Yeah, to that was it. neat. Like when he, it felt like he didn't jump around, he threw himself around, yeah. which I really liked. Um, but no, uh, what was I saying about the Phantom Strange? Oh yeah, one of his origins that, because uh, he's got like so many so origins that's part of his character is that they're not sure where he's actually from. Is that he is the wandering Jew? He, yeah, he, sometimes yeah. he's the wandering Jew. Uh, and most recently, at least as far as I'm aware, in the New 52, they made him Judas. Oh, so they just full on gave him an origin in New 52? In New 52, they um, had Pandora. Oh, I forget the third one. There was Pandora. No, it was Pandora the Question and the Phantom Stranger. They were all sort of mystically connected with Pandora being the one who could like open the dimension to Earth 3, which was stupid. They had the Question who was now mystically connected and had completely literally lost his identity. He wasn't like wearing a mask. He just mm-hmm. lost his face. Yeah, that okay. sucked. Yeah, that uh, sucked. And then the Phantom Stranger was specifically Judas, 
and that's why the the metal silver like coins around his mm-hmm. neck kind of thing were literally the 50 pieces of silver uh, it, that's a cool bit but it's it's and, not it's a bad like, origin for the phantom stranger but it's yeah, had to be the definitive yeah the thing i like about phantom stranger is that he has just like conflicting origins that's, like, that's, that's fine yeah yeah that's not, that's, that's a cool magic. thing that's allowed yeah like one of his origins is that he's a wandering dude. The other one, I think he's a man from the future who gets hit with like a time travel beam and gets sent back in time and everything. And you're and you're like these don't like it's one or the other. But they, these they, are they contradictory. Are but contradictory. that's okay. Yeah, and it's like yeah, being. yeah. He's like shut up. <laughs> um, that is one thing I've always liked the mystical side of the dc universe probably a little bit more than the mystical side of the marvel universe though i do like yeah both. no uh, i i definitely prefer like i like both but i definitely prefer dr fate over dr Strange. yes and like, i just... i feel like and this is probably just biased because as we mentioned i i started as quite the dc fan um i know quite a bit more about the mystical side of the dc mm-hmm. universe um and so but, yeah but that's around. the thing is, it feels like there's more to know yeah there, it's more explored like there's a lot of dr strange content out there but, but it doesn't necessarily a, explore how the magic works yeah and or, there's a whole corner of the dc universe of mystical words dr strange and etrigan the demon right the whole justice league dark and swamp thing and it's like a whole section where like Marvel, it's Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's it's Doctor Strange and his villains. His villains. Yeah, it, I can't. I'm having literally. I'm Doctor Doom a bit. Yeah, Doctor Doom a bit. It's it, there's like Mephisto, but there's there's like no other heroes that are like um, yeah, I'm a mystical hero like that. Ghost Rider, I guess. Kind of, not really. Kind of, exactly. It's a, yeah, it's a kind of. Whereas. It feels like if you go scratching at Marvel's magic side, you're going to hit dirt pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go into the DC side, if you want to look for an answer, there's at least something there to yeah. find. To and it, it goes so deep, too. It goes to Etrigan, and then even after that, like Sandman. And, oh, the Neil Gaiman oh, Sandman. And Kitty Eternity. I love Kitty Eternity. Yeah, there's, it goes. He's one of so my favorite deeper. characters yeah, no, in he's, general. He's got a cool concept. I've always, and maybe this is for another episode, uh, I've always had this sort of, um, what, pilot running around. In my oh, head. yeah, you've talked about this. A, uh, a little screenplay idea. Yeah, a little screenplay idea. of A, a, a little baby screenplay idea. Yeah, <laughs> Just I, get real patronizing. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my head of a Kid Eternity show where the whole premise is sort of um, like John Constantine has to take Kid Eternity around and teach him about magic and how to use mm-hmm. his powers. And yeah, that's a great and way you, to explore yeah. the DC universe. With you've the two you've been saying for years, ah, oh, man, I can't wait until CW makes this Kid Eternity See, if show. they do this, I will be so <laughs> genuinely upset. You know how legitimately happy I would be if this exact idea that you've just thrown around for a while now, a good couple of years. I'd yeah, a like, long oh, that'd time. Be, you're like, oh, that'd be so fucking cool if this happens. And then it happens, but it's a CW doing it. I will lose my shit so like i it's a it's a show idea i like one because i really like the characters i like the the 
um, variety of stories that the premise could lend itself to. Oh, you know, people would be so happy, though, when he, if they do this show and he turns into Green Arrow. Oh, Oh, my God. Yeah, maybe they should just shut the fuck up before somebody who's listening to this who works for cw just steals this they're like, they're like what are we gonna do for our next crossover event we got no ideas and somebody's listening to this and like jerry jerry get my pen uh, <laughs> yeah no like hbo max i could see that would be really, really cool. cool yeah oh i mean it doesn't have to be a lot because i don't like that but you could even tie it into the Zack snyder stuff if you really need yeah, to. I, I don't like that. that, but if you have to, I, I I won't stop you. Look, it's about to be erased or whatever. And I the hope new so. flash. Um, but yeah, so like there's a lot of things you can't, it's a it's a nice workspace, the mystical side of the DC universe. And it feels like it's somewhat wasted. Yeah, that's this- uh, well, yeah, I was so excited to see it explored. But um, I don't feel like they did enough exploring in no, it. They kind of set up what yes. they had going on. They set up the the premise that, oh, we are now teaching you magic. We will be learning the mystical side of the DC universe. And then the Lord of Chaos child shows up and that derails the entire thing. And now it's, yeah. we got to stop child. Yeah, which this season's not over um they still got these magic characters around maybe they'll do some pretty interesting stuff um that being said talking about the future of this show one thing i was looking forward to for uh before this season came out um and i'll say this there is no character who i wanted resurrected more from something than Wally West from this show. (laughs) Him and Robin have been my favorite character from the beginning. Him dying at the end of season two broke my heart. I severely missed him in season three. There's like uh, like one bit where they have sort of like a conversation with his quote unquote ghost, but it's kind of like a whole metaphorical mind thing. It's it's not really necessarily. Yeah. Um, uh, and this season coming out was titled Young Justice Phantoms, and I was like, Could have been I, a ghost. Well, I was like, Oh, dude, are they gonna bring back Wally? Are they are they setting up to bring back Wally? But then at the beginning of the season, they obviously faked uh Superboy's death. Um, and like at the sort of the end of this, like, Oh no, he's for sure not dead. I'm like, oh, they're not gonna do both. They're yeah, just gonna bring Superman, Superboy back. Wally shows back up. You're like, oh my god, he's back to life. It's just Kid Eternity. <laughs> I, that would piss me off. I'd be like, fuck off, Kid Eternity. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Nobody asked for you anyway. You fucking asshole. Get me all excited to see Wally back. But like, Wally, imagine Wally shows back up. He's like a fully fledged like Flash, basically. He's like, yeah. oh, I was, I, I, I was in the future with the Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened to me. I just got shunted into the future. Well, I mean, he didn't it die. Happen. He wasn't yeah. like stabbed. He was like absorbed into the speed force. So that's what I assume something like that happened. That's why I'm not like because with most characters and things, I'm like. Uh, resurrecting them really cheapens death, death yeah. and everything. But how he died specifically, you it could, never really yeah. felt like he actually died. It didn't necessarily, yeah. It 
it was very much oh he got pulled into the yeah that's that's kind of obviously like what happened and yeah everybody was like oh uh, he's gone i'm like oh he's he's probably doing some cool to be fair red hood is in this season barely um he's yeah yeah so maybe that's what the yeah it's okay boy you can't you can't do just Superboy and Kid Flash. But if the whole thing is like is about quote unquote phantoms, yeah. And back. you do Red Hood, Superboy, did Ted Cord die? Yeah, he died. Ted Cord or something. Ted Cord comes back. Now he's a villain. Oh, Ted Sword. <laughs> oh, Booster Gold. I, I thought you were going to get real excited about Ted Sword, and I no, got excited I for ignored, that. I ignored Ted Sword. <laughs> dog shit. Oh, Booster Gold is never in this show. He would have been an amazing presence in season. Oh two. yeah, Booster Gold. Um, he he would have been really good. Like um, he could have easily taken up the role that uh, Shazam did in the first uh, and then later on the second season where he was kind of like team mom mm-hmm. it would have been really fun to contrast his over eagerness to be part of the team with booster gold who doesn't give a shit and was then like forced to be in charge yeah of like he's he's a part of this team only to make himself look better right. as a hero that would have ruled yeah that would have ruled and it could have set up a lot of the legion of superheroes stuff from the future yeah, yeah because he's from the future and everything and yeah that would have been pretty he's sweet in the future even past them which is strange. yeah he's really from the future like uh, like he's, he's really reverse the reverse flashes from the future legion of superheroes are really from the future and then booster gold is really really from the future and like he was a janitor you think that far into the future we would have automated janitor. <laughs> i mean um, we got roombas now are you telling me it stays stagnant at roomba yeah, we don't get any better than Ruba. Ruba's peak clean. We still got to get a guy to mop up the floor. Um, but yeah, I think Booster Gold would have been cool. There's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda that, you mm-hmm. know, of course I can say whatever right now. I don't have the same constraints they have. Yeah. The writer's room, whatever. Um, um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff um, that I, uh, I I would have liked differently in the show and whatnot. One thing that's been really getting on my nerves these last two seasons is Beast Boy. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of, really yeah, I really liked Beast Boy season two because he was kind of the little brother. Of the yeah, and, and he was just and, very much a different character. He yeah. By far and away, just a different guy. Down and I get, I get everybody ages in this show. That's kind of the whole point of the show is that these characters mature and everything but he really got like season two he was justin bieber douchebag kid and everything and then like i this season or season three season three yeah uh and then this season uh he's tackling uh this whole depression arc and everything which could be really interesting but it's so it's so heavy-handed it's, it's really heavy-handed and it feels like an after, like a school PSA at times. Yeah, like imagine how much better it would be if you're having this same arc with the depression, but it's uh, it's like a silent hide behind the smile 
sort of right. depression. Right, he still goes around being the... Yeah, the and, and like... There. What is he, the clown Fagalici or whatever? Uh, you know, the, the one from Watchmen, Dr. I Am. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You could have uh, easily had something like that. Yeah, but... it, it would have been so much better if he's... You can see the flags and the signs of depression but it's just not obvious yeah i i sleep all the time yeah I'm and like alone i legitimately push everybody away and it's so strange to me especially in this show where the mental health of these teenage superheroes is an important topic where in the first season they had an entire therapy oh yeah episode oh, this, oh, i i really wish um this show because it deals with those things um, they did the idea of sanctuary because yeah. I really like the concept of Heroes sanctuary. Heroes in Crisis wasn't so a bad much, idea, yeah. but it was it, a bad comic. Yeah, it, it's, it's such a bad comic, but I love the concept of superhero therapy and a safe place for these heroes and even villains to go to sort of work through these things. And with it being such a topic of mental health in this show and how good this show is at like creating uh, how things, good it, it can to. be um at doing that sort of things um i, I would have loved to see it would have been it would have been a nice idea would it could have been cool which mm-hmm. look maybe they will eventually do that maybe they won't yeah but now now the idea is way less appealing if it's going to be that obvious and unsubtle and right and it's of, like so oh here's the mental didn't... health issues we're wearing on our sleeves right and it's strange to me that several times throughout the show itself they reference that black canary runs a counseling service mm-hmm. and that nobody's been like oh hey maybe she should come to the tower or whatever and talk to beast boy i i think i think i feel i kind of remember somebody mentioning it that they should talk to he should talk to her but yeah i think he just brushed it off yeah whatever. but like she could just show up mm-hmm. like she's... or even um what's her um miss martians she's a she's a, she's a counselor yeah, yeah counselor too and his it's, sister yeah it's like such it's like such a thread in the show that like this it's just too it's not bad it's definitely not bad no, how it's not the worst it. thing i've ever Boy, seen it's just disappointing with how it feels lazy as well yes it feels uninspired it mm-hmm. feels like they kind of felt like they had to broach a character with depression mm-hmm. and they were like look we've had beast boy he's gone through some stuff let's make him the one yeah and they and that, no ex- i just thought about it it's so much worse to me because uh, with because they're both from the same thing, um, Connor dying. Miss Martian has the depression arc that I think works much better. She's oh, yeah. depressed, yeah, but she does try to do something like she tries, she has mm-hmm. character motivation for it, yeah. No, she does. And like, what the, the thing that's so disappointing about with Beast Boy and how we're seeing it like it handled with him and everything is that Connor was such a pillar of this team. He was there right. since day one that it would have this would affect everybody and you could have seen pieces of that throughout right. with the team of that and then they deal with it together. That would have been much better. better. Yeah. Uh, side tangent. Uh, so my girlfriend's with me. She's not on mic or anything. 
she hasn't seen this season, and so I kind of just casually oh, spoiled that Connor died. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember you were watching the show. We've been spoiling heaps of that. Yeah, look, we uh, said spoilers. Yeah, it, it was. A, it's it's her fault she didn't walk out of the room. Yeah, it's her and fault sit in she didn't room leave alone. the room and sit somewhere else. <laughs> uh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, after you did this, blast through the season. No, we just started Barry. I'm gonna. We're gonna oh, watch yeah, Barry. You gotta, you gotta watch. No, Hank rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the big issue. And just a few I'm... things. I mean, it, I feel like we've come down quite negative in this episode, at least on the later part of the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily mean for that to be the case it's not yeah, no it's, it's still one of the better super yeah heroes. and i'm still enjoying the episodes that yeah, i'm, I'm still excited to watch them when a new one comes out mm-hmm. right? and not, for it's yeah that show it's a genuinely a pretty good show it's just not the best that i feel like it could be yeah it's not it, it's it's not reaching the bar it's set in quality that the for show itself. is set itself right yeah um, but I think I think that'll do us for Young Justice today. Yeah, look, um, if you haven't seen the show, watch the show, watch especially it. season one and two. Um, um, I, do like I know we just spoiled the, a ton of the, it. Yeah. A ton of the show, basically you, all but, of it. But yeah. um, look, I'm one, I count myself as one of the people whose spoilers don't really matter to me. Yeah, no, um, but a lot of people. If you're listening but we told to you. this, yeah, if you're listening to this after we said there were spoilers. You probably don't care, and you can just watch the show anyway. And it's a good show. You'll probably enjoy it. Yeah, look, um, one of my favorite aspects of the DC universe is the Bat family and the Batman sidekicks and their interactions with each other and everything. And this show gives some pretty good content with that. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what it does that with Jason Todd. I feel like it would have been way more impactful if we've seen Jason Todd as a as Robin, Robin instead of it jumping over him although that jump that jump between that jump between season the one five and two years is good it's, it's it's such a double-edged sword though because um for one it's it was really good at the time it, it was surprising when like the oh show yeah yeah reveals it and yeah what the fuck like the but like because it has an intro um and you see Tim Drake Robin, but you don't see him clearly. You see the newer heroes, Blue Beetle, um, and you Wonder see Girl and... uh, Superboy, who doesn't change much physically. Um, so, like, it, at the little bottom, whenever it gives the timestamp of when the show's taking place, it says five years later. It's like a jaw-dropping moment. Like, yeah, no. And, and it's very in line with DC Comics, as it's almost, I mean, it's, it's to an even greater extent, really, but it's the exact same thing that they did in the one-year-later event. Mm-hmm. where every comic book and this is a strange event for dc comics where instead of like a big thing happening on page and everybody crosses over it was mm-hmm. oh no a crossover happened and then like a year later yeah in, and then the in the <laughs> kind of piecing together what happened yeah um but yeah i i, I think it's so good for that season but um it feels like because um they're doing um so much of that uh afterwards with a season three and four like maybe we jumped the gun a bit with making that big of a jump because it's kind of getting hard to be young justice when they're all getting in their 20s to 30s yeah they're all 
getting real close to that well, that's they keep introducing younger and younger characters yeah and i and i get it and i like a lot of these younger characters um especially in season two when they introduce like blue beetle who's one of I my favorite blue characters in i it. wish he got a little more screen time in these couple seasons yeah he's a great character um yeah he he got some in season three with um he got like a few uh, what's yeah so in season three it's called young justice outsiders and deals with the outsiders character but there's a whole separate team to the outsiders that i'm so much more interested watching than it does like it's blue beetle it's static shock it's um a long shadow um who else is there uh Uh, um, i think uh most of the those uh the season two meta humans i think they're mostly on the team yeah, yeah. And i know I, um ed dorado their version of el dorado does mm-hmm. join the outsiders eventually yeah um and like it's throughout season three there's yeah that second team down like i so much rather be watching that team same um no yeah and, and see that's the thing in in the first season in particular but even later on it was very much each character was a key that lets you into their corner of the DC universe. You know, alien sci-fi, mm-hmm. superhero, bat family stuff, um, magic with Aqualad and stuff like that. Uh, whereas now it feels far more segregated, I'd say. It feels like you get, there's the alien stuff in the season with Mars. There's the oh yeah stuff. yeah I see what you're and it's saying, not yeah. a com- and there's a vigilante stuff with exactly the, yeah no I get uh, may uh, hopefully when they bring the young justice team together because they they gotta they're like you gotta bring uh, Artemis and Miss Martian and uh, Zatanna and Night where the fuck is Nightwing and Aqualad yeah, they've been in every every intro and we've yet to fucking see them like 15 episodes 16 episodes in or whatever where the fuck are they i why am i not watching nightwing deal with the loss of one of his best friends or like yeah it's it's, a strange decision yeah they only have so much screen time but we could have done with a little less world building on mars episodes that would yeah a lot of those and i like the ideas but i feel like it it sticks around for way too long yeah it's like i think that's like a solid five episodes if not more i don't think it and i'm like it does not like that could have been two maybe three episodes tops i mean really if you worked economically you could fit all of the real world building into one episode yeah and then you have the second episode deal with them dealing with stuff on Mars and everything, right. and they, at the end of that, that's what happens with Connor. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's just strange to me. They're, yeah, they're making I, I, strange decisions. Yeah, it feels like a lot of stuff is being stretched out more than it should. Because even the stuff with Child, um, like, oh, like they were building her. Yeah, because they, if they had the same fight but she was only around for two or three episodes. It would have been, been yeah. fine, but they built up her like way Maybe too much. Maybe that's the other thing too. The first season was very episodic. Mm-hmm. It had an overarching story, but it was still very episodic episode to episode. Yeah. Season two was that, but had far more 
overarching and then as it goes on it's more and more overarching story yeah that's fair you don't get an episode where the team's like this is the mission we have to do right it's not it's not this is the mission we're done at by the end of the day or a couple days or whatever and we're back and we it's a completely new mission now it's all right we got to deal with child and that's going to take like five episodes yeah i think i i think that's one of the things i'm feeling uh with this last season um everything's taken like too long i think uh the one we were talking about the, the in between yeah in between i don't think that's as bad and maybe that's I, why I do we like we forget about it i started to wrap up like a good 10 to 20 minutes ago or whatever oh yeah uh, we do that heaps uh but yeah i think that was shorter and i think it felt much better because of that but because it's between these two stretched out arc just immediately lost yeah. it yeah I, yeah i legitimately had no memory of it until you brought it back yeah up. even though you brought up black spider earlier, i did yeah that's where he was um but yeah i think that's all we have to talk about yeah, I think we, we, we had a little more in the tank after we said that the first time and now we're done um, <laughs> yeah no well maybe we'll we'll always bring it up after because this is the mid-season um I, and another yeah, episode expect, we might break uh, it up I, I i doubt we'll have enough for a whole nother episode yeah. but maybe we'll, we'll talk a, a bottom of the shelf episode of uh, uh an episode topic medley yeah may, maybe we'll do that maybe we'll have um maybe we'll do like um uh uh clip show episode oh. but at the end of that have whole new thing that wasn't a part yeah clip of show but we just made every they're all new well, no no it's like it's like a, a full regular clip show for the first like 30 minutes in the last 20 minutes it's just the young justice season four part two <laughs> episode <laughs> But yeah, um, we'll figure it out. But if you have anything to talk about, if you have submissions for our clip show, uh, you can. Oh, yeah. If anybody can do that work for, because um, I'm not against doing a clip show or anything. But for one, I feel like we don't have the clips uh, to do it, like content wise. Two, I don't want to listen to our whole show and take out fucking clips that I'm like, yeah, that's kind of funny. I already, like, I. Like we're in them, then we have to edit them. So I very rarely, if ever, actually listen to our. Oh show. yeah, no. Uh, the only time thing I listen to in our show is the end cards because I don't know what they are. Yeah, for often the most you part, don't tell the You don't know what they are, um, but you do, listener. Is that the first time we've mentioned the end card in the episode? No, you say that every time we mention the end okay. card. We've uh, done it like six times right now. And every time, you're like, hmm, I think that's the first time we've mentioned yeah. the end card. But that's great for the clip show. Anyway, if you have submissions for that. Oh, man, I just coughed pretty bad. I'm not sure if I muted it or what. You did. I, I, but my left side is really hurting. <laughs> and I'm like, am I going to have a heart attack or a stroke because of that cough? Don't have a heart attack or a stroke. But um, yeah, let's let's end this episode. Yeah, so you can go off. Um, so yeah, if you want to send stuff to us, you can at the atomic email at gmail.com. Or one of our social medias being our Instagram at atomic uh android2020 or Twitter. At Atomic Androids. 
yeah um or hey uh i think a couple of you guys have been doing it and it's been helping a good bit uh tell tell your friends tell people about this dog shit show you listen yeah be like there's these two nerds who talk dog shit yeah these these are the whitest fucking dweebs you've ever done found (laughs) why wasn't that the name of our show (laughs) uh but yeah, Uh, yeah tell tell people check us out and leave a review on whatever beautiful app you're listening not, not like um like checking us out physically that feel dirty and you can't see you us can't it's see an us. audio you'll never see us i don't know if that's true no you'll probably will at some point yeah, Look, at you some point that, i think know. i said something about a video of me eating a whole jar of peanut butter a couple yeah, of times if you're wrong about something i'll have to i guess I i'll have to go back know. and listen to that one and yeah see. when you're getting the stuff for the clip show but um anyways um I, I think listening. it's time for so long. And we'll see you next week. But, but it's, it's time for one more song. What? <laughs> I, I didn't tie, I didn't go in thinking I'm going to do the Blue's Clues ending. But then I said that. I'm like, is that the Blue's Clues ending? I'm like, that's the Blue's Clues ending. <laughs> All right, hit us with the Blue's Clues to wrap us up. Um, but Thanks for doing your part. You sure are smart. You could do anything that you wanna do and then it's like uh it's it's a pretty clunky song um and then the outro plays and then it's like bye-bye and then they wave wave i never do do the wave and then say bye-bye bye-bye and then cut it down (laughs) massive sack of penis i need to get oh Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.